This is America's Defense Communities, the podcast. I'm Randy Ford. More than a thousand people joined ADC in Orlando for the biggest ever installation innovation forum. You can listen to recent episodes for some of the discussions that took place there. But we wanted to get a better feel for what happens after an event like that. What are the takeaways that attendees are bringing home to strengthen the relationships in their defense communities? So I talked to two defense community leaders who attended Installation Innovation Forum, or IIF, for the first time. One is Becky McDonough. She's the CEO of Hopewell Prince George Chamber of Commerce in Virginia. The other is Scott Reiser. He's Chief Officer for Military Affairs at the Montgomery Chamber of Commerce in Alabama. We talked about their communities and how they are already starting to benefit from connections and information they got at Installation Innovation Forum. Here's our conversation. The first thing I want to do is give you the opportunity to tell people a little bit about your community. And, and let's start with you, Becky, because people know about a lot of defense communities in Virginia, but I don't think everybody is as familiar with, with Hopewell, Prince George County. So tell us a little bit about your community and also the, the military presence there. So we always have to start in Virginia by saying that in Virginia, we have separate cities and counties. We're a commonwealth. So we we are just outside of what used to be Fort Lee and is now is Fort Greg Adams. And there are three cities and about seven counties that are considered to be the communities surrounding Fort Greg Adams. And the city goes back to the early 1600s. And it, it incorporated in the early 1900s at about the same time the base was created in 1917. It's about 6,000 acres of installation, and there are about 30,000 people on the installation, and there are about 68,000 people around it that are associated with that installation in about a 40-mile radius. So, you know, we're not huge like some of the installations that are in the bigger cities. But for us, it is the single biggest economic engine for our region. Which makes it makes it big and important and also one of the earliest defense communities um, based on what you're describing there. What is the relationship that you have with the military? So initially, uh, I was an attendee for, for many, many years of something called a civilian military council meeting, which is basically a, an exchange of information with the garrison and the outside entities that are that are that mirror those of the garrison that, that manage the base. And I always wondered, you know, isn't there something else we could be doing that would be more action oriented than just briefings? And I would ask that question and ask it and ask it and and really never got anywhere. And that's where this ADC comes in because I finally found the secret to action. I've been a I've been a resource for the installation and outside the base for many many years. We help them find volunteer opportunities in the community. We help support things like their annual toy drive. We help find soldiers a family to stay with during. You know, we're doing many of the things that some of the communities described mm-hmm. with making making life better for the families on the installations but we it wasn't formalized we weren't setting goals we weren't really trying to improve anything in particular we were just trying to be supportive 
And so you, you feel like you got some tools through uh, maybe the installation innovation forum to to start formalizing those things and then maybe being able to enhance them from there. Oh my goodness, yes. And and we came down as a team. So I had we had the garrison commander, we had local government, we had a planning district commissioner. We all came back having heard the same things and now are in a position to move them ahead. I think there is value in that coming as a delegation and and hearing the same things and being able to take back the same learnings or you know divide and conquer but be there together with the same goals. Well, one thing I heard, I, I wanted to start counting it, but I forgot. I got so engrossed in some of the presentations, but the word relationship had to have been used, you know, 150 times over the course of the three days. And so we, as a team, built stronger relationships while we were down there, too. We came away understanding each other's role a lot better. Scott, what about you? I think people are a little more familiar with Montgomery uh, but they still may not know what exactly the military presence is there. Talk about that and then how you came to this position. One of the things that Becky said kind of rang with me, too. It's uh, I think you see this. It's a common theme. I think, you know, the, the defense communities that really attach themselves to a base are the ones that are maybe from smaller or mid-sized communities. And you know, we're still in that, even though we're a capital, uh, we're still kind of a mid-sized city. And we're unique in that the base has been here a long time. Uh, believe it or not, Maxwell Field was initiated because uh, after Kitty Hawk, the uh, uh, the Wright brothers came here to open up the first civilian, you know, training school uh, that right. turned into eventually Maxwell Field, which turned into to Maxwell Air Force Base. So we have a really long history here, uh, and I think we're a little unique, or at least you know, I'm, I'm prior military, and, and relative to a lot of the other bases I was at, the military installations are very, very close. Uh, Maxwell Air Force Base is just a mile and change away from our downtown. And then Gunter Annex, which is a separate installation, is right in town. It doesn't have an airfield, so it's surrounded on all four sides by, by the city. So we're, we're very close proximity to our, our military uh, neighbors, uh, and they are truly neighbors. The, the installations, they do have military housing, but not a lot. And so I always try to remind people, you know, we, we talk about the, the military and the civilian communities, but if it was a Venn diagram, there's a lot of overlap on those two. And, and our military, you know, they're, they're our, they live in our neighborhoods, they go to our schools, go to our churches and restaurants and shops, and they're, they're coaching all of our little leagues and stuff. Yeah, that's you, you both mentioned that, you know, you, that it's kind of a smaller military population compared to larger cities. But it, relatively speaking, it's maybe bigger because, you know, those are the people who really decide whether a restaurant franchise is, is going to open or what retail stays open. So it's um, a big part of the economy. It's a, for us, on a, you're right, it's all about rel the relative size. For us, uh, we have a, a third installation I didn't mention. That's a, an Air National Guard fighter wing that's down at our, it's joint on our uh, civilian airfield. And when you combine them, it's about 21% of our GDP, about $6.2 a year. Uh, and you're right, there's that multiplier effect. I always like to remind people, anytime somebody from one of our military jobs, you know, spends money in this community, whether it's their mortgage, their rent, their grocery bills or whatever, that's somebody else's income, right? And then their spending turns into somebody else's income. So you end up with that. It's a very significant uh, impact on our on our uh, economic well-being. Yeah, and this well, year, um, go ahead, Becky. I was just going to spin off of what he what he said about his installations are right in in the city. We went down there uh, representing not just Greg Adams, which is right next door to us, but we also were representing Fort Barfoot, which used to be Fort Pickett. 
And then that is a, a foreign affairs security training center um, mm-hmm. that's been recently designated. Uh, used to be a National Guard training center. And then also defense supply, DLA aviation, which exists at Defense Supply Center Richmond. So we were encouraged to think expansively since we know the military and the spouses, they live all throughout this region. And it is the one unifying thing that truly connects the smaller cities and the rural area to the capital of Virginia, Richmond, which Mm -hmm. is 20 miles up the road. And I came away feeling that this one community mantra that we heard over and over during the the, the ADC comp ILF was could potentially be the rallying cry for our region, which will help with employment, with recruitment of employees, retention of of citizens, as well as just setting our sights on a higher quality of life that's going to benefit everyone in the region. Are there any concrete ideas yet um, among the team who was there or even just casual conversation on how to do that, how to make that one community concept um, something real for people? We did come away with a concrete idea for connecting Fort Greg Adams and the surrounding communities, and that has to do with extending a trail that currently exists on either side of the installation, but doesn't go through it or beside it. So we came away with a real viable plan for building out the rest of this trail and making it accessible to the the, uh, families on on post. That's great. I think that is a concrete plan. Depending on the trail, it might literally be a concrete plan. But yes, um, <laughs> well said, <laughs> Scott. You um, this year, uh, Montgomery River Region has been uh, one of ADC's, uh, along with USAA, Great American Defense Communities. Uh, how has that been as an experience for for you and the area? Uh, well, that's it's been a great experience. There's a I was thinking about that. There's a there's a validation that that comes with that. I think the ADC has great credibility. Uh, you know, you're the you're the organization that represents us all. Uh, you know what the issues are, you know what's important. What, what I've realized, and I think in every community you see this, there are there are some key key leaders in the community that are more engaged than others. And I think for them, uh, it was it was heartening to hear an outside source with that credibility say, hey, you guys are doing something that's that's actually pretty cool there. Uh, I was joking, you know, if, if there's a walk the walk, talk the talk continuum, you know, perhaps we're on the walk, you know, we're actually doing the walk and not just the the talk. So I thought that was good. And there's also just a general awareness around the community that it's something that they should be proud of, that, that, that we are in a way exceptional. I also think it's really helpful. And I don't know if it's psychological or what, but it gives, it gives our leaders that, that tagline, a very simple thing. We are a great American defense community. You know, the mayors repeat it, the, the the chairman of the city council repeats it, and it it, it just it picks up an energy of its own. It's it's it, it says something a lot about a, a community without having to say a lot of words. There was an analogy. It, it, you know, it could be difficult to tell somebody why a musician's really good. But if you just say they're Grammy award winning, that tells you a lot. 
right? Yeah. It can be really hard to say why a defense community is is great. If you want to use that word, but if you say, "Hey, we you know we we got that designation," I think that tells people a lot right there. That's a great point, um, and it's good to hear that 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 is something that others have been able to point to and and take on and have some community pride from. At at Installation Innovation Forum is when ADC celebrates those communities in that year's class. And so at the most recent Installation Innovation Forum, you were one of those honorees, of course. What was that experience like? Well, for me, it was it was very positive. It was my first one. Um, Your first we were, ADC conference, right? I went to the summit. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So funny story. I, I had never heard. I, I'm still relatively new to this job. And the first time I heard of the ADC is when we got your invoice. <laughs> and uh, we had been getting so much spam and fraudulent stuff that I remember telling my administrative aide, I'm not going to fall for that. I don't know who these guys are. But, yeah. So I'm delighted that we got it and got more involved and, you know, and informed. Yeah, I thought the IFF was great. We were uh, humbled and, and proud that we had four different organizations or initiatives that had a, that represented a breakout session. What were some of the things that you took away or connections that you made or the people that you think those presentations were able to impact? Yeah, the, the ones that meant the most to me, one, well, the first one was the military community partnerships, the, 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 the intergovernment support agreements and EUL mm -hmm. discussions. Because those discussions were already going on here with our installation. In fact, I uh, I met with the senior leader from the base yesterday. I've got a I've, as soon as we're done here, I'm calling the mission support group commander on on an initiative we're working on. So that was validating, and it helped helped give me a better understanding that the you know our military partners are are they have almost like a go to to do these, and there's a process. There's there's the, the, we don't have to figure out the way. The way is figured out, and we just need to to execute the the discussion on DSIP grant. Uh, funding uh, was very interesting to me. Uh, you know, I'm from we're in Alabama, where we talk about single wides and double wides all the time. And I think right. as far as briefing space, I think DSIP got a triple wide, if I remember right. Uh, so I think that was well attended and probably very well appreciated. For me, one of the things I really appreciated is, uh, despite all the incredible work you did, making sure we had great speakers and keynotes and and great breakout sessions, was just the the dumb random luck. I don't know whether if that's the right word, serendipity, maybe that's a better word of just, you know, everybody there is, a, is from a defense community. Everybody there kind of knows the issues and, and conversations just organically uh, arise from just people that are just there like you as a guest. Uh, and, I, and I actually had some just really positive experiences and, and learned a lot from that, too. Yeah, I mean, you you and I first met while waiting for our dinner to come uh, at the restaurants right. there at uh, at IIF. So, and I didn't know who you were, right? It was just a spontaneous off we went. Yeah, exactly. It was just a discussion we started having. So um, you're right. Those are, are really rewarding conversations to have. Um, Becky, what what about you? What were some of the, the your favorite takeaways from the event? So for a newbie, this was my first uh, ADC event period. The opening sessions, those mm -hmm. panelists were they set the stage for the whole day. I, I felt like I had just been to uh, ADC grammar school, you know, and I was now in the ninth grade, ready to dive into some of the deeper subjects that would be the breakout sessions. So kudos right. on your on your panelists and the way that they presented the information. And then I would I would say Michelle Lovejoy, from the Environmental Defense Fund mm -hmm. on that last day, that was a no BS speech. 
And she just laid it out there. And then at the end said, and here's my number and here's my email. And don't hesitate to call me because you can get these grants and you can make this happen. And, you know, what a way to end a conference. So um, so that was that was amazing. And. And then I also thought that the presentation on gaming and esports let us, those of us that are not military, that don't work on, that don't reside on a base, it led us into the life of the young soldier and the young trainee. And that was invaluable because in a small town like ours, we have a lot of um, boomers, baby boomers, who tend to say, we wish we, things would just be the way they were 40 years ago. And when you sit down and you try and develop projects or set goals, it's very hard to look forward instead of looking back. And I think having something like, you know, the amount of time that young recruits, trainees spend doing esports in their free time is a reminder that before you go invent something, you know, you really need to check in with your your customer, you know, mm-hmm. before we start doing things outside the base that we think that they're going to love and that's going to enhance the quality of life. Let's make sure we're on track. Scott, is there anything you'd like to add before we go? And then I'll come back to Becky for the same question. If there are any closing thoughts uh, on the IFF, no, just job well done. I, I felt like I'm, I'm already looking forward to the, to the next one. I, I, I do think one of the things I appreciate it about it is I think you guys are both, you know, in the military, we always talk about being effective or efficient. Uh, you were effective in that I'm getting exposure, you know, when I'm there to, to people I would never have access to, to hear, right. you know, the, the true office leaders about policy or whatever. Uh, but in a way, and I don't know if you appreciate this yourself, but you, you make it efficient because I don't have to sit there and wonder in the world of all the things that we could talk about, you guys kind of decide, you know, you, you pre-vet if you will, what's going to happen. So by the time we get there, it's all just first rate, nothing but nothing but accolades. Good. Appreciate hearing that. Thank you. Um, Becky, do you have any closing thoughts about the event experience or about ADC? No, you all have, have been so inviting from the first contact that we had about learning about the ADC, potentially joining, what the benefit would be. There's been no friction. Kudos to you on that. Thank you both for for taking the time to talk with us and for everything you you do for ADC and in your communities. Thank you so uh, much. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks again to Becky McDonough from the Hopewell Prince George Chamber of Commerce and Scott Reiser from the Montgomery Chamber of Commerce. Installation Innovation Forum happens again next October in San Antonio. Follow installationinnovation.org for all the details. In the meantime, join ADC in April in the D.C. area for the Defense Communities National Summit. The info for that is at adcsummit.org. And if you want to know more about the great American defense communities we talked about, the program sponsored by USAA, you can find that at our website, defensecommunities.org. America's Defense Communities, the podcast, is a production of the Association of Defense Communities. I'm Randy Ford. Thanks for listening. Thank you.